the USFL gambling podcast week three preview picks and DFS episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by shady rays. Yes. Shady rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to shadyrays.com, but use that promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And don't forget to go to sports gambling podcast.com slash shady to enter the shady rays parlay of the day contest. We're also brought to you by SGPN's draft week. Yes, the NFL draft all week long. SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, which I'll be a part of, uh, and uh, in our live NFL draft, which I'll also be a part of our NFL live draft watch party. So make sure to smash the subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGP. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. NFL gambling podcast week three preview and picks edition and DFS. Don't forget. We have given out first place in all of DFS uh, lineups before. Uh, and uh, look, I know NC Nick is normally with us. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash USFL gambling podcast, he is on a flight, so he could not be on this one, but uh, he'll be back. So Look, if you're wondering who the hell I, I am, you know, you're like, who is this guy yelling at me? Well, my name is Colby Swiggy Danterbase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. <laughs> When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. (laughs) Another week of the United States footballing. What's not to like? Shout out to the chat. The chat is rolling along. Once again, hop on over to YouTube. Watch this. And we got Judge Dredd saying this is the best intro in all of podcasting. And we'll take that all day. Even though he says he does miss the uh, minute work song. But shout out. Yeah. They sued. They sued. Better I don't times. got any money. <laughs> I don't got any money. I had to just send them a t shirt. All right. Uh, I am- how about we record our own? 
You know, yes. we need Colby D. You yes. know, singing. I can do men, that. Men I can work certainly here. do that. And if you're wondering who that <laughs> voice is, give it up for my co-host, former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi. down and yes I am uh this this episode on the fly had uh you know the studios being occupied I also uh, we could have recorded at a different time but I'm busy as shit right now but do I got a comedy show I'm running down so I'm just we're all over the place here so we're doing it from remote so not in the studio we'll be back in the studio in a few weeks because I'm gonna be out of the country soon but uh buddy here we have guys globe trotting Globe trotting, buddy. Uh, and look, now we got week three upon us. And, you know, uh, I was making the case on the SGP show this morning uh, with stacking the money green and real money Kramer. I'm like, this league, you know, really kind of has, I think for sure, four good teams. But New Orleans is 2 and 0, and I'm not including them. So there might be a chance that we have five good teams, which when I compare that, I host the XFL gambling podcast. I hope that league succeeds, but I only really see two good teams over there in the XFL. Right. And, and, uh, that, that is Seattle and, and DC. So I think in last year we only had three good teams and maybe you could talk me into new Orleans as a fourth in the, uh, in the X or in the USFL. But this year, well, I know that you are a lover of parody, but some people prefer, you know, a top heavy league. So it might be a matter of preference there, but do you think the quality of play is actually better than the, in the USFL at this point, when you say good teams, do you mean like the top of the league is actually good? Or do you mean there's parody at the top? Well, there's pair. Well, I don't know. Cause Birmingham looks pretty fucking dominant, but um, I will say, yeah, I think the teams among the top in the USFL are a lot better than the teams among the top in the XFL. And I think that's not well, only me. I feel like most people, people that I've talked to that, uh, you know, whether it's our guy, Adam Pelletier, J Mark, that really study a lot of spring football, you know, and I love the XFL. I hope it works out. I want it to work out, but I really only see two, two good teams. I kind of think Houston's terrible. I kind of think Arlington's terrible. And I don't even think St. Louis is that good. And they're in the, and you know, two of those three are in the playoffs. Whereas in this league, I really believe like, I really believe the Birmingham stallions are really good. Right, I, I think Birmingham could probably destroy any team in either yeah. league. But that's kind of the question. Maybe there's less uh, parity because maybe Birmingham is, is just that dominant. Probably, probably. But I'll say this: the line of scrimmage with New Jersey, Birmingham, uh, Michigan coming on, which I did not see coming when when you know previewing this season. Uh, and then we know that Philadelphia has been pretty good, especially pass blocking. But the line of scrimmage stands out to me. But uh, you know, you have some shitty teams in both. But yeah, I, that's the one thing I think that, and the rushing stats back me up on that. Uh, so there's that. But let's just hop into another good week because we once again have XFL and USFL going on. Only two games in the XFL this week, but we got four USFL games. I'm super excited for it. I I think if you're a USFL fan like us, they probably got it wrong as far as which games on what channel. 
because let's just hop right into it. But before I hop into it, I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Ray's Parlay of the Day Contest. Yes, uh, we're running a special Parlay of the Day Contest for people who've you know, bought their shades from shadyrays.com and you, you know, the ones that use the promo code SGPN each day of the NFL draft, the sports gambling podcast will release a shady Rays parlay of the day. And if that parlay hits the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener each day, go to shadyrays.com slash shady to get, uh, to, to, to get, start getting shady essentially. Look, but uh, we're also brought to you by shady Rays because they're our friends over at shady Rays, And uh, look, they have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers truly a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. They got the durable frames. They got the extremely clear optics for all those outdoor adventures you like to go on. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. So if you're out there, you know, uh, I've been to Memphis, Tennessee a lot of times. Let's say you're down there uh, at the Liberty Bowl. Have a few too many cocktails. And next thing you know, you find yourself in an all-out brawl on Beale Street. And uh, you're wearing your sunglasses and you get punched in the face. And those things break. Well, guess what? You go to Shady Rays. You say, hey, you know, these are my broken sunglasses. They're not even going to ask you what the hell happened. They're just going to give you a new one. Boom. Now, what a great deal. They have your back long after your purchase, so you can wear your Shady Rays with complete confidence. And look, you can not only look good, but you can feel good, too, because to date they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right. I'll tell you what, if you're not getting punched in the face occasionally, you're not doing it right in life. Yeah. Right. You, you gotta be talking enough trash in life, right? You're, well, you're not doing it right as a fan. I'll say that much. I say at least every couple seasons, you know, if not most weeks of any given season, you should be, you should be scrapping, you know? I was explaining to my mother this morning that uh, the last time or not the last time, but one of the last, well, one time in New York city, she was like asking, had I been in New York city? I'd been a bunch of times, but she didn't remember. And I was explaining to her the uh, gigantic bar fight that I was a part of. And uh, yeah, feels good to get punched in the face every once in a while because, <laughs> because that's the spirit of football, baby. All right. Uh, now look at this lineup we have here. We have Saturday morning. Oof. On USA Network. So you got to get over there, watch your. Uh, hopefully, they're still running Baywatch. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, CSI, New York, New Orleans. I don't even know. There's so many cities. Questionable decision, programming decision yeah, here for sure. Clearly, you got to put Baywatch on. I mean, that's, there's a reason why that was the most famous show, you know, in television history for a long time. Yeah. Bouncing um, b- boobs is always a winner, yeah. you know? And, and I don't think that 2023 is ready for that. You know, yeah, I just got canceled. You know, yeah, USFL gambling podcast just got canceled from talking about bouncing Pam yeah. Anderson's bouncing boobs. Yeah, and, and and sparked the career of a lot of great actresses in my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, here we are, Saturday morning, USA Network. The New Orleans Breakers are at the Birmingham Stallions. Now, to me, 
if it was me in charge of the United States football football league, you know, I love fullbacks and I love Moose Johnson, but if it was me, we would put the showboats gamblers on at this time because that game's going to suck ass. And this game is actually a pretty good game. Breakers two and O stallions two and O and probably 150,000 people will watch this one because the USA network doesn't really pop when you turn it on the old television. However, the stallions are laying six. Uh, the over unders at 48 and a half. The breakers are plus 200 on the money line. Patty C what are you doing here in Birmingham? I can tell you me personally, I'm laying it. McLeod Bethel Thompson, oldest quarterback in the USFL. Maybe in USFL history at this point, right? Maybe. I don't know. I think back in 83 or 84, you might have a couple guys. Yeah. Um, but uh six was the number you said? Six, but I still think I gotta lay it because Bo Scarborough, I think, is gonna be healthy. There's a chance that Scooby Wright's healthy. So that and mm. New Orleans, although two and oh. They haven't looked amazing to me. Meanwhile, Birmingham's coming off a 40 point win. And then the game before that, they beat the generals who might be the second best team in the league. I'm laying the six and at 48 and a half. Oh boy. I'm actually going to go under. I'm going to go under. I think the breakers defense might be able to hang it a little bit, but I don't like the over under much. Well, they've only given up uh you know, it's 12 points total in two games to New Jersey and Memphis. So assuming they maintain that somewhere in the six point per game range, then they'd have to get 42 themselves. Obviously that's what they achieved last week, but I don't think they're going to do it against new Orleans necessarily. Then again, I think the pro new Orleans will probably get off a little more than new Jersey and Memphis because their offense has been decent, uh, but still 48 is a decently high number. I mean, Vegas seems like it's 48 and a half too. So you got to get to that 49 mark. If you're at flat 48 and you're on the over, you're losing your money. So how look, has new Orleans's defense been They're They're, they're two defensive terrible offenses though. So I can't trust their numbers. Their <laughs> defense gave up 31 points to Houston and that's a 15 to Pittsburgh, but neither of those were offensive touchdowns. Um, I don't know. Their defense isn't great. And they're like you said, they're playing terrible offenses. What do you make of that? Actually, you kind of swayed me. Give me the over. <laughs> I think you swayed me because I'm like, man, if they gave up 31 to Houston, Houston's a terrible offense. Oh, Kenji. Oh, Kenji. Yeah, they're not good. Did uh, Bahar have three picks last week? I think and they so. still managed yeah. 31 points. Yeah. yeah. Um, New Orleans might not have a very good defense, but. Uh, and Birmingham has a decent offense. Uh, uh, I, the Scarborough coming back was news to me. So that actually impacts my DFS. I, and, well, that, and that's not official. The, just the fact that he was a, uh, like kind of a late scratch a week ago. Makes you think he'd be back. Yeah. makes me think, but I thought that with Trey Williams uh, with the generals and he didn't play last week and, and we'll see about this week, but I, I still, I still feel good about laying the six. I mean, I think Birmingham yeah. a notch above. And they're at home. This is a Birmingham crowd. So yeah, dude, their wins are by 17 and 40 points respectively. I think you lay the six with no, whoever they play at this point. And I think you swayed me. If I had to go over, I'm not going to bet the over under, but I think I lean over actually now. Yeah, it's close. 48 and a half is close. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll roll with you. I'll, I'll take the over. So 
that's the early morning game, which I'm going to be happy to watch, but I feel like most of your average Americans not even going to see it on the fucking television. They're going to see this one later at night, the Memphis showboats who are technically at the Houston gamblers, but you got to remember this is in Memphis, Tennessee at the Liberty bowl. Not much of a road game for the showboats. So I was a bit surprised when I saw the Houston gamblers were a three point favorite. So home crowd, you just lost the game by 40 the week before you looked all right. <laughs> Two NFL coaches who I don't trust. Give me the home team. I think Memphis is a live dog here. And I think they're going to want to get Memphis a win at home with the crowd. You know, how do you get a new city excited? They got to start winning a game or two. They can't be losing by 40 every week. Give me Memphis plus three, ride the money line here. Cause Oh, and by the way, let me just announce it. They're plus one thirty on the money line. The over unders at 44. What are you doing here, Patty C? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how good we really think New Orleans uh offense is because that Houston getting lit up by New Orleans last week is uh, enough to scare me away from my what would be a Houston le- a lean. Um Memphis uh what were they week 1? They, they almost uh, beat the Stars. Yeah, they were competitive week 1, 4 point loss 27 to 23. Uh, obviously week 2 wasn't quite as good. Uh and uh they're favored by three or no, they're, they're getting gamblers are fair gamblers. I think that's spot on too. I think that's hard to pick. I think it should be the other way around. I think Mm. give me the home team and the offense that's proven more this year to me is the showboats. Um, Houston did get whooped by Michigan, but Michigan is uh, looking pretty good through two weeks of football. Maybe it's just biased. Maybe there's not a whole lot behind my analysis here, but I want to lean uh, Houston. I feel like the talents there. TJ Pledger uh, kind of getting off in the running game, 135 yards through two games. You got to wonder uh, if Mark Thompson comes back, though. Will Pledger even get the start? Well, either way, if if yeah. Thompson comes back, then that's even better. Because wasn't he the league leading rusher last year? Uh, he was among the tops. I want to say. Or among that. the top. Yeah, yeah I'm forgetting among, who. He got injured a little bit last year, too. But I just can't take Houston. I think I, I, I know Memphis just lost by 40. They need to win at home. They have the edge. Well, buddy, agree to disagree. What are you doing on the total? Uh, what is the number again? 44. 44. I mean, I don't trust Memphis to put up big points. Um, you know, 23 against Philly was impressive, but two, two against Birmingham left something to be desired. Then again, Houston's defense is nothing special. I'm taking I, the over. I, you're taking the over? Taking the over. Yeah, I feel like both of these teams are a little more offensive minded, so I'll roll over with you. I feel better about this over under than the pre- the previous game. But uh, uh, you said four uh, forty four, so yeah. twenty two each thereabouts. Yeah, it's close. It's I close. think there's an opportunity for some pick sixes. Carnell Lake's defense was the only team to score, the only part of the uh, showboats that scored a week ago. I think they'll get it going. And, well, what uh, makes this a little easier as we go is it's not so nip tuck with like these over unders because every team isn't scoring 13. Every game isn't 13 to 10. You know, you can start to see these offenses like develop and and explode. And then you can say, okay, now I can compare this a little more easily. And there's a bigger point spread to judge from even still 44 is not a huge number. Um, so it's a little iffy, but I'll take the over. I agree with you. Yeah. I like that total a lot. 
Uh, those are the Saturday games. We will get to the Sunday games, but before I do that, I want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at underdog fantasy besides the daily NHL, MLB and NBA games. They've also got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million dollars in prizes. Plus they have USFL games. Uh, you can play USFL action over there. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NFL Draft Props Contest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is fantastic here. Part of Sports Gambling Podcast Draft Week, NFL Draft Week, is the uh, SGPN's holding a uh, free NFL Draft Props Contest exclusively for our members on discord. Yes. It's completely free to join and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. So just go to sports slash discord, which you should already be there to talk USFL or XFL or any type of college football NFL. We have every single sport you can think of. If you like ping pong, there's a channel there for it. All right. It's free. It's a little community. Sometimes you're bored sitting at the airport. Talk a little Philadelphia stars action with this, but to enter this, you go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link. And remember, as always, to let it ride. All right, we are back on the USFL Gambling Podcast. And wow, uh, Saturday's games, I'm not as excited to see. I mean, I want to see Breakers Stallions. Sunday's remember? games, rather. Oh, you're not as, no, uh, I like shy. Sunday's lineup a little bit more. Okay. Even though they're the first a, game <laughs> doesn't really blow my socks no, off. I'm not going to lie. First game sucks, but it's and especially when you add in, it's in a dome. You have the battle of Pennsylvania. Yeah. But it's, it's in at, state at least, you know, state, in state rivalry is kind of a cool angle, but it's in only Detroit. one. It is in Detroit. Yeah. So, this is a game that should be played home and home. Well, I can't wait for that to happen. Pittsburgh Maulers at Philadelphia stars. I mean, I don't know how many people will be at this thing. Detroit as a city as itself. I feel like it's half empty. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, Maulers stars stars are laying six and a half. I'll say this. Oh, and I, hold on. Let me read the totals. Uh, the total is 42. Uh, Maulers are plus 200 stars are minus 240. This will be my lock of the week. I'm laying the six and a half with the stars, man. I stars were, were, uh, you know, they proved week one. This offense will fly. The Maulers just seem to be a mess. Stars lost last week. It was a closer game than the final score indicated. And it's a bounce back spot for them. And I also think them playing in the dome caters Bart Andrus and the stars love to throw the ball more than any team in this, in this league, them in the dome is, is what Andrus wants. I think so laying the six and a half. I got no problem laying it. I got zero problems laying it. Now the total at 44 or at 42 it's, this is a little tricky because I don't know that Pittsburgh can score. I actually think Philadelphia is going to get in the high twenties, early thirties. To the, the, the under is the lock of the week for me. Uh, you know, the, the outcome of the game is a little, uh, a little tougher, but I think I agree with you. I think you got to go stars here. But uh, six and a half. But at forty-two points, you know Pittsburgh's not sniffing that, and it's not like Philly's offense has been dynamite either. Ten points against uh, Michigan, 
and 27 points against a, a, an 0 and 2 uh, Memphis team. But, um, but I they do fly gonna, and it's in a dome, you know. I think, yeah, I mean, I actually think Philly's going to get to like 31, 34. Yeah. The question is, is what will Pittsburgh get to? I, I mean, worst case scenario for me with, with, with Philly is like 27, 28. Yeah. So can Pittsburgh. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if, I mean, I thought Pittsburgh's defense is relatively decent uh, holding new Orleans to 22. Obviously they got 38 the next week against Houston. So I thought, and you know, I don't know if Ruben Foster got hurt by that Darius Victor hit, but if he's healthy, then, you know, he's sideline to sideline. He could be tracking those little screen the, passes. The problem is those Pittsburgh's good for giving the defense points. Yeah, that's true. I'm they, actually going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. Mm, no, no, sir. I you am know, hard on the under. You, you, you ready for my projection here? I got this it, one. I'm going to go ahead and say this 31 13 stars. Get it done against the Maulers. Very confident in the uh, stars offensive output against a decent Pittsburgh defense. Oh, I love uh, right, this minus six and a half is my favorite play of the whole week. I agree with you just because Pittsburgh's offense is so atrocious, but I think their defense holds uh, the stars in the high twenties. And I think Pittsburgh is, you know, it tops out at 14 points. And uh, I think that even that even maxed out falls a little short of the 42. So it, I, I I feel pretty confident that they hit the under here. Fair, fair. Um, but you're with me on the stars minus the six and a half. hundred percent. Yeah. Lock it up. Yeah, that game is uh so both the games on Sunday are on national wait, let me just double check that I thought I read that. Yeah, so that's on NBC at, at nine AM Pacific noon uh Eastern. Then this next one's out on, at Fox at one. This game's fantastic. This is this the best game, game of the, of the week. week. Yeah, this is by far the best game of the week. We got the New Jersey Generals. But New Orleans is two and oh though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a game of two undefeateds on Saturday morning. Yeah, Birmingham but it's New Orleans. so early in the season. It's like, you know, when the Buccaneers go three and 13 one year and the nineties and you're just like, Oh, they're, they're two and oh, and then they end up going one and 13 the rest of the way. You know, I just don't know that I can yeah, trust I mean, New Orleans yet. So very true. Very true. In our rankings uh, last week or uh, you had New Orleans this past weekend. Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically we had the Michigan versus uh New Jersey game is our two versus our number three. Whereas the other one is uh one versus four or five, depending on where you had the breaker. So I would say, yeah, the two versus three game is a little more exciting. Should be more competitive for sure. And when I look at this, this game, uh, the, I was shocked. This opened up at three and it came up. It's gone up. Michigan is now laying four and a half. The over unders at 43 and a half. The generals are plus one seventy on the money line, which is not a bad play. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm sold on Michigan, but at the same time, I think this is a game, and I think you can also lock up generals plus the points here. I think they're a live dog. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I'm getting more than a field goal, and even more four. Four is a key number still. You remember they kick extra points in this league, so like twenty to sixteen, you still cover something like that. Uh, 24, 20, you still cover 35, 31. You still cover. Um, I'm fascinated by this game because Michigan's been the surprise team of the whole USFL to me. And 
I was explaining through this in the office that I kind of feel like they're really legit. They're well balanced that we know Jeff Fisher had them as a very good defensive team and, and a pretty good special teams a year ago, their yeah. problem. And they could run the ball a year ago. But they just couldn't pass the ball. Well, guess what they right. can do this year. They can pass. They can run. They have two capable running backs. Uh, they have a good defense and a solid special teams. And that's a pretty well-rounded team. I'm excited yeah. to watch this one. I'm curious how many Michigan Panther fans show up there. I know Jalen Rose. Where's that being played? Detroit. And Detroit. Remember, they won a nice. championship. They're the, they're the last football team to win a championship in Detroit. Hello. So I mean, uh, beautiful. They I have mean, more uh, playoff wins since 1980 than the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Shit, they have more playoffs playoff wins than the Detroit Lions since the merger of 19, the AFL and NFL. Yeah, 1956. Unbelievable. Uh, um, who's starting? Is is it was it uh, Johnson out for the year? Is it Prukop or what's no, the uh, Johnson's playing? Johnson's playing. Okay, yeah, what both, happened? Both that are got... playing. Both are playing. Okay, so they're trading stat snaps. So uh, you know, obviously, I think you have to say. I mean, Victor and Corbin both exactly 160 yards. Who do you league. think is the more dynamic back? See, I think. I don't know. As far as like a home run threat, Corbin, I remember last year he would bust like the 70, 80 yard touchdown runs, but Victor yeah. is consistent. It's hard to tackle him. And you know? he's putting up like 10 yards of carry. <laughs> well, and if we haven't even seen Trey Williams, is he going to get the nod this week? Is he going to actually play? Because Trey Williams was a great one, two punch a year ago. So we haven't even seen the generals that I, that's why I think you got to play the money line. Cause if Williams plays, we have yet to see this offense. We've seen Eccles looper. Come on. We have seen Joe Walker on the other side. Uh, oh, those are yeah. one nineteen and one eleven receiving yards respectively. I mean, their top performers are uh, pretty much, you know, identical. And especially when you consider Prue cop and Johnson splitting time pretty much equals what Jordan or Josh love has done. Uh, the, the teams look pretty darn identical right now. So what are you doing? Identical. So what are you doing, buddy? Cause I what? am taking the generals. I am taking the generals and I actually, this is my underplay. I think the under is happening here. You mm, let me take it. And, and then what's that number again? Half, two good rushing teams. I think that that under is going to hit two good defensive teams. So um, Michigan has blown out. Houston, who's not that good, 29, 13, and kind of giving it to Philadelphia, who is decent, 24 to 10. Meanwhile, uh, the generals have lost to uh, Birmingham 27 to 10, but that's looking a little less uh, terrible given what happened, what Birmingham did last week. And then they beat Pittsburgh 20 to three, which is impressive. Um, the three and a half number or four and a half number. I think that's too big too. Yeah, it's too much. And it's, it opened at three. Now it's at four and a half. Get on board with the generals. And Get what's the, uh, what's the, uh, the total, uh, 43 and a half. I'm tempted to lean over on that, but they, where are you on that? Milk the clock. I think they're both, they're both, mm. their strengths are running the ball. And I also believe they're pretty good defensive teams. So I, I think you go under <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. That's a good point. Uh, especially with the running. Um, and then even Johnson, you know, will run the ball. It's not, that that clock probably will run. Still, it's not that many points. Forty three and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the over. We're disagreeing a lot here, buddy. I like it. I like it, buddy. Uh, what what game do you feel best about? Uh, oh this yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, Pitt Philly. 
Yeah, me too. Lock that thing up. Bet the hell out of that. Uh, just so you know, folks, I'm undefeated on my locks, and I was coming off oh. a three, and, three and one week last week. Three and one week. Um, let's hop on over and talk a little. You seven and one overall. Oh yeah. no, three and one total last week. Three and nice. one last week, nice. and then the week before, what did I do? I hit on Philly. I did not hit on Jersey. I think I went two and two. So over overall five and two, or five and three, five and three. Not um, bad. Not bad. So let's go. Let's talk a little DFS, buddy. I'm curious what you have done uh, in DFS. I for quarterback value. So here's the thing. You can have your opportunity with quarterbacks here. Case cook is playing Pittsburgh. Who's got a good defense. Cook always gets extra value points because he runs McLeod Bethel Thompson. That play makes sense because Birmingham's defense hasn't been like they've given up a lot of yardage, not points, but yardage. Uh, Alex Mago. I think could be a decent play here, but I'll be honest. I like Josh love at 9,400. I know I played him last week. He had a couple bad interceptions, but it wasn't his fault because it was the field was wet and the receivers slipped. I think he bounces back with a good enough game. And at 9,400, I think it's a value play. I think everyone's going to be on, you know, the Birmingham, uh, the Birmingham, new Orleans game, or perhaps Cookus. What are you doing here, buddy? And I look, I want to take DeAndre Johnson, but he doesn't get enough snaps. Love is the only one we know, one of the only guys we know that's going to take majority of the snaps for the team. Josh Love, uh, 50 attempts through two games, so 25 attempts per game. That's pretty reliable to, you know, be, generate some numbers. 389 passing yards, 66% completion percentage. Yeah, I think he's a safe bet to generate pretty good uh numbers. Although, if we're taking fantasy points per game now, again, I don't know if this is taking into account last year's points per game a little bit um, or the last 10, but Mago right now is sitting there at 26 fantasy points per game and only $300 more. Josh love Still, at 14.7. I think you worry that Sloter could get in that game playing his old team. Ooh, yeah. I mean, especially if it's a blowout of uh, Birmingham gets up big Sloter gets that, that burn. You're right. That could be a factor. Uh, is, uh, is skip Holtz the type of guy to take the foot off the gas pedal? Look in track. Do you slow up to quote Bobby Bowden? <laughs> you don't, you don't slow up by the finish line. You keep going hard. 42 um, to two was not slowing up last week for uh, Birmingham, but I think skip Holtz does have a little class. Um, you might be right. Still Mago, They're going to throw the ball around. That's my guy. Ooh, I like it. Uh, running back. My top price running back, I spent up. I only did two running backs. I actually, I went two running backs, two tight ends, one wide out. So uh, there's that for you. I went with uh, Darius Victor, the bowling ball. We're what? pretty close in turn. I think I did the exact same thing. Two running backs, two tight ends, one wide out. Let's go. I mean, Darius, did you go with Darius Victor? I went Darius Victor. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's so fun to watch. The bowling ball. Let's go. Um, my other running back, since I know you played Darius Victor is Reggie Corbin. I'm, I'm staying in that game. I played nice. a lot of guys in this game. I just think, even though I know the, uh, the general's defense since we've had the USFL back has been good. I don't know if it's as good as it was last year. I think there might be opportunities for Corbin who had what? Almost 12 yards of rush last week. Home run threat. What are you doing here? Um, I mean, I think that's great. I mean, are, are, are those the top two rushers in the league right now? It's tough yeah. to, uh, 
tough to argue when you know you're, you take both the top two rushers. Um, I think that that's great. I went with more of a value pick uh, based on the amount of money I had available. Now this could change uh, if we do find out that Bo Scarborough is healthy and ready to play, but Zaquandre White um, was pretty darn cheap. Yes. I think he was down around five thousand, and his fantasy points per game are twenty one point three. Yeah, fifty one hundred is a cost. So that's excellent, you know, production for the price. You got to so, monitor if Scarborough is playing or not, because if he's playing again, I think everyone should pivot to him. Uh, yeah, it, 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 hold on. if uh, if um, if Zaquandre Wright's playing again, yeah, or if he's if, starting uh, again, I think you got to, uh, you got, you got to jump on that. I just was nervous. I was like, wait, is Scarborough going to be back or not? And then how yeah. many carries would they get? You know? Yeah. True. true so true, true. monitor that. But I like, I, I really do like that play. If we, if he's, if we know Scarborough's out, um, my top wide receiver is a tight end. And that is, Look, when I, I like a Sternberger, you know what I mean? My <laughs> boy, Jay Sternberger, fucking animal. He's an animal. I had the money actually to go with Sage Surratt. Yeah. But I feel like Surratt had a better game than Sternberger a week ago. And I think John Chavez is going to, John Chavez is going to focus on stopping Sage Surratt, who, by the way, used to play with the Birmingham Stallions a year ago. Ooh. So, uh, I, I think give me Sternberger, even though I have the money to go Surratt, I'm going Sternberger. What are you doing? I here, love it. Let me tell you what, why go one when you can have both Woo! I went with Sternberger and Surratt. I'm, I'm my points are coming from the tight end position this week. I mean, very similar seven, uh, cost $7,000 for uh, Sternberger at 22 points per game. 7,100 for Surratt at 22.8 points per game. So almost identical there. I like them both. And you know what? Uh, it's been consistent through two games that these guys are getting fed. So I think the, uh, I'll, I'll bank on that happening again. I like it. My second tight end, uh, since we're going in that order, I had to go, I had to go cheap. I didn't have a lot of money, but I saw my boy Cole Hicutini, Hicutini. For the uh, Michigan Panthers last week, did you catch up? What I mean, this boy, three fifty-six and a touchdown. He had four targets. He's only thirty-one hundred right now. This is a kid that is just football through and through from San Francisco, California. Patty C. Nice. He played at Sacramento State, then San Francisco City College, which I didn't even know still played football. Then Louisville, where he was with Lamar Jackson and won a high, you know, part of a Heisman Trophy there. Um, and then he bounced around the, the NFL for about uh, five years, uh, getting a few grabs in in the National Football League. But he had a good. No, game he's last a handsome week. son of a gun too. <laughs> he, he had a uh, a good game last week. Thirty one hundred. Sign me up. Let's go. Uh, so now we're even on our tight ends. So let me ask you this: Who's your wideout? I only had one wideout. You only had one wideout. What'd you go with? Let me get that pulled back up. I went with uh, Cam Eccles Luker, uh, Looper. Me too. Wow. Nice. We have similar lineups. That is my boy. You know, he's undervalued still. Um, okay. Defensively then. Final. You know, final I could here. spend a little more. I, I could, I could max out and get uh, I have $800 left so I can go get the Panthers defense, which is costing 4,700. I have the stallions, which is 4,000. 
curious on your uh, input there. I can get any defense I want. And you know what defense I'm playing? What do you got? A team that gave up 42 points a week ago. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the showboats because I think the gamblers' offense is trash. Actually, you know they what? They scored I 31 do? last no, no, week. No, no, no. I need to do Philly. Do Philly. Philly's I'm on playing Philly at 3,900. Uh, yeah. Philly That's at probably a good bet. Yeah. <laughs> I got the money. Let's go. Philadelphia Stars. I just made an altercation to that. So, uh, Patty C., what are you doing defensively? You know what? Let me, let me, let me upgrade you because. Uh, Michigan is the most expensive and it's for good reason. They're generating 16 fantasy points per game and New Jersey hasn't exactly been lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, we'll see if that's a product of who they play, but only 20 points against Pittsburgh and only 10 points against Birmingham. Uh, I think I am going to pivot and go with Michigan. All right. Well, I will see you at the finish line folks. That's our <laughs> show for the week. This uh, we appreciate you. Well, you know, Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast, please. If you can, YouTube, subscribe over there. But really, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts at. And if you can, hop on over and give us a five-star review. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, look, I uh, I also host the XFL Gambling Podcast. Check out that. We got the playoffs this week. I Look, I like both leagues. I, I tend to, to lean USFL, but I enjoy football. So I enjoy both. Uh, also, I host the College Football Experience year round. We're talking college football, me and Patty C right there. All right. And, uh, I mean, I host the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, part of the sports gambling podcast. We got you covered. All right. But yeah, Patty C you can be heard on the college basketball experience, the college football experience, the USFL gambling podcast. So check out him on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give him a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the USFL gambling podcast is on Twitter at USFL gambling. So subscribe, follow all that good stuff. Get the SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store. Get access to all of our picks. And we make USFL picks over there on the app. So check us out there. Any last second thoughts, you can hop in the discord, talk some USFL with us, sports slash discord. All right. Well, until the next time we're going to have a reaction. show Sunday night, I'm excited to talk. So to see, you know, if I can go three and one or four and zero oh again, uh, it will be a good time. So until then, uh, let me just find some, some nice music. Here we go. This is the USFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. We come from down in Gator country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay. Bandit ball. Gotta hang tough, gotta be rough, bandit ball.